0: Well, everybody, good evening. Uh, Welcome back to my podcast. Um, Today is very, very special because I have a very special guest with me. Um, She is a very close friend of mine. She is also my classmate. Um, She is so many other things. So (laughs) I would just give you a little introduction about her. She is... Upasana Gurjir. Upasana Gurjir, Um, I call her Sana, so I'm just going to go by Sana all through the uh, podcast. So Sana is an ambitious final year student. She is currently studying in SJC, um, that is St. Joseph's College, Bangalore. She has been learning Hindustani classical vocal music since she was 12 and have had many stage performances too. She is learning the Indian martial art called Kalaripayattu. Payatu from uh, the past 10 years. She has participated and won medals in national level championship. She is a budding acted as a lead actor in an art film called Dehi, for which she has been awarded the best actress award. The film has also won awards at an art film festival. She is part of the college Indian music team and college fashion team, where she has participated in intercollegiate competitions and won prizes. So I would like to welcome her to the official collaboration podcast. Welcome to you, Sana.
1: Hi, Sina. Nice to be here. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, welcome, welcome. It's um, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Are you nervous? How are you feeling?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm um, always kind of nervous in the beginning, actually. Hmm. Um, but uh, you know, because you're my friend and I know you, it's it's a bit better. You know, I can be more myself and you know, feel yeah, more free. Yeah. <laughs> hey you you're
0: you're an actress, man, if you're nervous, uh oh, then i I think i I am like double like double like nervous than you are. but since you are also my uh friend, uh, <laughs> I'll try not to be nervous. Um, I'm so sorry we had so many like connectivity issues before, and this is actually me and Sana trying to reconnect for the fourth time uh, but yeah, since um she has a very tight schedule. Um we fixed today as the day for uh, recording the podcast so we want to make it work somehow so thank you so much Sana for finding time to you know do this podcast with me it's always my pleasure Sina <laughs> yeah. yeah so let's start right into uh, asking question uh, I wanted to ask you uh while I was you know well, I think yeah. we've known each other for the past um, three years now, I can say. And I knew you were really good in um, singing and doing martial arts. So can you please tell me a little story on how you started learning this and how you started you know, getting into all of
1: this? Um, yeah, so it's actually quite coincidental how I started learning music. Mm-hmm. Because um, uh, my mom used to uh, go to these tailoring classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lady who used to teach there, she observed me, uh, you know, uh, kind of reacting very positive positively to the music classes that she used to take. Mm-hmm. So, along with tailoring classes, this lady also used to take music classes. Okay. So... She was the one who observed this about me and then she urged my mother to, you know, put me into music classes. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I started out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think uh, I've enjoyed myself too in the process. So Mm -hmm. that's how it has been so sustainable and I've not grown tired of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And... um, about my calorie journey, you know, it's, yeah, my mother w- always wanted me to join some physical fitness classes, you know, mm-hmm. because it's going to help me with my stamina and, you know, I, in, in music, I have to, uh, usually classical singers have to sit for long hours mm-hmm. and, you know, they have to have a lot of stamina to be singing for that long in front of like audiences and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So my mom uh, wanted me to join like karate when I was really small. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we went there and saw the class, I got really scared because they were doing these punches with, you know, uh, sounds like, ah, who, and I got, I got really scared. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but then when we moved to a new house, uh, there was this board, uh, which said, uh, color reply classes. So. We went there, me and my mom, and I really liked the environment. So I asked my mom to put me into the classes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that backstory of yours. It's nice to, uh, you know, learn that you had a lot of um, support from your parents, especially your mom, and I can see how wonderfully well, uh, you know, you have developed. Uh, Because I've seen you perform and your performance is so graceful and it's Mm -hmm. out of the world. So thank you. And also, let's move straight to the next question that I wanted to ask you. I've always been Mm -hmm. curious about um, what is your film, um, Dehi, all about? So can you please, um, you know, share us a little snippet about it?
1: Yeah. Uh, So Dehi is based on uh, the Indian martial art called Kalari Pett. Mm -hmm. Uh. You know, like all these other martial arts like karate, kung fu, mm-hmm. uh, they have uh, been said to originate from this martial art. Mm-hmm. So it's called the mother of all martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so Dehi is all about, uh, you know, like uh, when when a young girl like you and me, a college going girl, mm-hmm. you know, like like most college going girls she also has some dreams and you know like she has some future that she wants to fulfill right mm-hmm. so uh, like when when she's faced with problems uh, from society mm-hmm. the it, uh, the film shows how she uses kalari to overcome these problems okay yeah, and also why Kalari is much needed for all of us in modern day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's basically like, and it also deals with uh, issues like women empowerment. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing us um, a little bit about your new movie. And I would also want to congratulate you on winning the Best Actress Award. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. So how does it feel? And can you tell me uh, where we can watch this uh, movie called Dehi? Or how is it doing um, like in India and abroad?
1: So anything that you want to share with us? Okay. So uh dehi has been released in uh, uk us and japan mm-hmm. on amazon prime mm-hmm. uh but we're waiting for a theater release in india okay so it's not yet been released in india and uh, it's still in the works and we're hoping it will come out really soon
0: <laughs> okay yeah so yeah that's nice how does it feel to be winning the best actress award like in an art film
1: yeah, I mean I I actually couldn't believe it uh, when when I first heard it but mm. you know in in the in an international art film festival mm-hmm. there are so many competitors and also because it was my first time mm-hmm. working in any movie or in the movie industry or acting industry as such mm-hmm. I think I think yeah it it has been amazing because yeah the best actress is not a joke right yeah. So, yeah. wow
0: you are you are so many things you you sing you you do martial arts then you act what is there that you don't do sana like you you surprise me you you like <laughs> wow thank you so much uh, for sharing that with us now um the next thing i wanted to ask you is why social work sana like what motivated you or what is the reason behind i mean
1: yeah huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> social work um yeah so when i first like not first when i finished my 12th standard actually mm. when i was finishing it uh, i was clear that i didn't want to go into engineering or medical field mm-hmm. because um i first of all i was not interested in either of them mm-hmm. and yeah, so that was the main uh, thing. If I was interested, I could have, but I wasn't. So, mm. so I was kind of searching. I was always interested in psychology, mm-hmm. and I had told my um, parents that uh, you know I wanted to do psychology, mm. and uh, also there was another option. I had many options actually, and I was really confused. Uh-huh. So there was this other option for B.Sc. Mm-hmm. But uh, because um, uh, like I couldn't clear the entrance exam, so I didn't get into that. Oh. So yeah, and my dad had you know uh, someone my dad's friend had told us to him about social work uh-huh. because he himself had done MSW. Mm. So that's how my dad got to know about it. And then he told me, you know, you can try this out. Mm. It's really nice. And then I read about it and then I really liked it. Okay. So that's how I got into.
0: Wow. That's such a nice uh, supportive family you've got there. Unlike typical Indian um, parents, you know. Uh, Yeah. Like there are very rare parents, um, you know, who who tell their kids to do like anything they want or, you know. So yeah, you mu- you're really lucky to have such a wonderful parents
1: that are supportive. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really true because I've seen many of my peers, you know, they 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 have been told, you know, like uh, that you have to get into this field mm-hmm. or you can't go into that field, mm-hmm. or generally because like. Uh, Most of them most of their peers do the same thing, so they do the same thing, or sometimes their parents force them to do this, Mm -hmm. or sometimes what happens is they they consider arts or any other thing as lower status or Mm -hmm. inferior to other, you know, streams. Mm -hmm. These are like some of the things that I observe with my friends. Mm And most of my classmates uh, from school have gotten into medical or engineering. Mm. Like, I think 95% of them have gone into the same two fields. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's nice to, it's refreshing to be something else, Mm -hmm. like, you know, different. Yeah, Yeah, that's, I really like that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, you wonderfully pointed out that, you know, it's it's something especially when, when it comes to a professional course like ours, social work, not a lot of them knows what a social work is. Um, even I have come like um across and I have experienced a lot of people, like even my very own yeah. friends when I tell them like I'm doing social work, they're like, What is it? you know? Um, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: That's kind of I don't know, um, very weird because you have to be explaining
1: to them. Uh, what it is but then okay yeah i uh, leaving they always yeah they always ask me you know my friends what well, what do you learn in that and what do you have to do like uh, what career opportunities do you have uh, and I'm I'm just thinking to myself like this is one of the most important jobs like just imagine like the role of a social worker in society is huge mm-hmm. yeah I I so, totally agree yeah
0: uh Okay, uh, the next thing I wanted to ask you, Sana, is because um, I have seen you for the past three years and, you know, you have, you've, I've been observing, I mean, not in a creepy way. <laughs> I mean, you know, you are, you are somebody who I look up to in terms of, like, how you portray yourself, how you, uh, like, manage your time, um, like, because you do a lot of things. You do music, then you do art, you do martial arts, and, and then you also have your acting and so many other things and how do you how do you balance all of this? how do you you know manage your time and also you have to study and you have to do everything in college that we do so how how are you like coping up with all of this? Can you tell me a little bit about this
1: yeah, so <laughs> there is no as such like secret formula anything mm. It's just that you have to prioritize everything mm. what whatever you have mm. and plan it that's the main thing you have to plan everything mm. so that's yeah and as 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 you know like if you have uh a supportive uh like peers or supportive friends teachers and family mm. then I guess everything works out pretty well mm. yeah it's just that
0: yeah you're you're so talented yeah. like I I don't think I'll be able to do you know half the things you you did like like you were learning um like music since you were 12 like I don't know like when I was then 12 I think I was still like peeing on my bed or I was just still I was just still you know like wondering if Santa Claus were real or something so and you have already started something so amazing at that stage and like at a
1: very young age so yeah wow well, actually, when I started, I had no idea, like, I was not planning to, you know, I was not saying that, okay, I'm starting now. So in this many years, I have to be this, I have to be here. It was just a process, mm. you know, and as as time went on, I it started to get clear, mm. okay, this is what I can do and this is what I can explore mm. and here's what paths I can choose from mm. or what I want to do, or what I can become. Mm-hmm. So it it was just through the process I just zeroed in on some mm-hmm. things, and that's how it worked out. I never had you know planned before mm-hmm. that. Okay, I want to be a singer, or I want to do this or mm-hmm. that. No, it was it just happened spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, like I just wanted to you know ask you what do you think? Like, what are you gonna be doing? Like, we'll be graduating soon. Um, hopefully by you know. June or something so what are your future plans do you want to continue doing masters in social work or do you want to move to you know acting since you've already won the best actress award anyways and uh, so what do you plan to do in the future
1: well um, I had no plan of going into Mm. acting actually it was just that my teacher had you know it was going to make this movie and he invited me for the audition so mm-hmm. that's how i mm-hmm. joined but otherwise i had never ever dreamt in my life ever <laughs> that i would be acting in a movie mm-hmm. it was it was very yeah it was very unexpected mm-hmm. so i don't i don't think i'm going to continue in the acting field as mm-hmm. such to be honest um uh because I'm more interested in uh, music and martial art that I'm already Mm -hmm. doing. So that's my main focus right Mm -hmm. now, along with my academics and uh, trying to see where it goes and where everything fits Mm -hmm. in. So that's how, yeah, I don't know what my immediate future is going to look like Mm -hmm. right now. So let's see what happens. Let's just hope for the Mm -hmm. best yeah
0: yeah so um thank you I don't know um because we are like sort of caught up in this pandemic and nothing is going according to our plan you know and yes. everything is getting delayed uh and I'm probably thinking our like final exam will also be you know delayed by at least a couple of yeah. months and <laughs> things aren't gonna work out as we hope so but or, mm-hmm. yeah but thank you for sharing yeah. that with uh with us and the listeners um i wish you all the best in any anything that you're gonna do in the future it could be music or it could be your art forms you know i know you will mm-hmm. you will you know make it very uh big and you will be an amazing performer in any of these two fields because i've seen you and wow you're just amazing i wish i could learn those two so what what would be your advice to people who want to do something in the future or you know yeah who wants to learn um, music or who wants to do like anything
1: yeah so you know uh i'm not like first of all i'm not such a great personality to be advising other people (laughs) but (laughs) just as Uh friends you know like um I think that, you know, the first step is actually just starting and making up your mind to just start. Beat anything, Mm. you know, like if you want to go on a fitness journey or if you want to learn a new skill, just making up your mind to start is the first Mm. step. First step is the commitment that you have to do. So that along with the consistent, you know, efforts Mm. and hard work, I mean, it will get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing.
0: Okay. (laughs) Um uh, yeah so what what are the things you know that the you know the challenges that you faced throughout your uh, I don't know your career like your acting journey or even your music um or even your gallery anything like the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome and like the support so can you tell me a little bit more about this
1: Okay so um I think <laughs> Uh, to be honest with you, the main challenges that I faced was internal. Mm -hmm. Actually, I didn't, I didn't have any external Mm -hmm. challenges because uh, my parents were really supportive. They looked after all of my needs Mm -hmm. and they saw to it that I was getting everything that Mm -hmm. I needed. And I had really good teachers, like they, yeah, really great teachers and they helped me Mm -hmm. a lot. The only thing that was that i i felt as a challenge was you know uh, inside mm. me so that that took you know some kind of introspection mm. you know inner work mm. and yeah you know there is this concept of ego in 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 our scriptures mm. in in hindu scriptures mm. you know it says to achieve anything you have to let go of your ego so to achieve your goal or to you know experience okay this is on a very Mm -hmm. higher level but to experience god also you need to let go of your Mm -hmm. ego because yeah so in a similar way there were there were inner hurdles Mm -hmm. uh not on such a big level but there were inner hurdles Mm so yeah that's that's how like these that was the challenge from Mm -hmm. nothing else
0: yeah thank you yeah. thank you for that so i i think uh we will focus what like what you mentioned you said inner um like challenges so um regarding that i mean i don't know if it come come mm-hmm. close to what i'm gonna say but is it something uh related to like your thought process or you know like like is it like your mental your mental state or your mental health um you know your well-being you know as a as a like as in your mind and your soul, or is it more like that has got to do something more with uh, your mental health, or is it? Um, can you please be like I don't know? Can you please share more mm. on it?
1: Yeah. So uh, one thing was that uh, I had to improve myself, like in singing, like I had to acquire more skills, mm. or. I had to, like, you know, in in, in the kind of music that I mm-hmm. sing, it's really important to be, you know, you have to create the music yourself mm. on the spot, mm. spontaneously, mm. right? So there's no previously scripted notes mm. or anything like that. So you have to, and it, it's a performance, mm. right? So you're in front of people and you have to get that confidence. Mm-hmm. So to be able to build that confidence up and to be able to create music from scratch, Mm -hmm. uh, on the spot, Mm. so that's that's kind of challenging. Mm. So you need to build that skill and you need to you know get your notes really ingrained Mm. in you and get you need to get the beats Mm. right. So these kind of small small things, um, really help to you know make your performance really strong and yeah to come out in a really good way so the these kind of skills had to be have to be built to consistent mm-hmm. practice and yeah in that process uh was where I found my mm-hmm. challenges <laughs> so that's yeah the, these were the kind of challenges that I had mm-hmm.
0: faced okay okay thank you so um do you have anything you know you you wanna like ask or you want to like you want both of us to discuss anything that's bugging you or anything that's like concerning you know it could be just a very random um, issue or anything uh, because i've just been asking yeah. you questions like continuously mm-hmm. and i just wanted to you know like give you space <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah you know like uh for me um uh, in this lockdown especially dealing with uncertainty has been kind of challenging because you don't know what's gonna happen in mm-hmm. the future so how how are you dealing with the uncertainty how are you mm-hmm. you know how are you dealing with mm-hmm. that That's what I wanted uh, to
0: <laughs> yeah um, life is full of uncertainties that is a saying but Up until the pandemic, it didn't really, you know, um, apply to me. I would say like, I didn't know what that meant. But then once the pandemic hit and once the lockdown began and everything that we've planned for ourselves, um, for our future, for our career, for our education and everything was just useless. It was meaningless. And so that that was just uh, like shocking at first okay so at first um the lockdown was like kind of i didn't because this is the first time at least it happened um for us at least our generation kids yeah so we didn't expect anything like this so it was like okay give it some time maybe in a month things will cool down and everything is gonna be fine and then a month went on and then two and then three and then four and it just went on and then (laughs) and then that's when you slowly you know um begin to feel the the, the hopelessness like because Mm. the the shocking experience that you had in the initial moment is um, slowly transforming itself into something else so you yeah you didn't really know how you know how you're gonna cope up with just being in the house because honestly we are all um like social being and no matter how how much introverted we Mm. may be or you know um how much we we as a human being we say we like yeah. to stay in at home and all of that but like we've almost been doing that <laughs> for the past like so many months and it i was about to be insane i think i i just lost my sanity That's and true. and i had like so many like anger and anxiety attacks and some just a little thing oh. like that would trigger me and then my sleep cycle totally went crazy and i wasn't able to get a grip of myself my daily routine that you follow so on a regular day without a pandemic Mm -hmm. how you so you wake up early in the morning you get ready for college you go to college you come back from college you get tired at night and then you sleep and then it's repetitive right so there was no such thing as that during the pandemic which was which was just i don't know like making us restless at the same time because we don't uh, like we don't know where to divert the energy that is in us so like I mm. um so I would see a lot of things on social media like people started learning music people started cooking baking and all of that but then I I didn't have anything <laughs> in me that I could start I was just like uh, I don't know just simply wasting my time away and then um
1: it was yeah. hard
0: uh, but yeah on so many levels I, think, uh, I I had a very hard time coping up with with the pandemic as an entire you know um situation, but mm-hmm. again, um time to time when you when you like reflect on yourself, um I think that's how I basically coped up, and then family support and and also like um your peer group support, you know all these mm-hmm. are something that that are so significant that I realized during
1: the pandemic. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know, until until this pandemic happened, I think we never realized the importance of just being around other people, mm. you know. Just seeing the random strangers' faces mm. every day. You, who who would have thought we would have missed it mm-hmm. so much? Yeah. You know, just to be just to be near other yeah. people, you know. Now now we feel even scared to just be near <laughs> other people. Yeah. It's it's so it's so ironical. I mean, who would have thought that we had to learn about it in this mm, manner? Like. Yeah. And don't even start don't even you know like the fact that we haven't seen each other in mm. months and in a couple of months it will be mm. a year and I can't believe that yeah. I haven't seen my friends in a year.
0: Yeah. That's
1: it's going to be crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's live, man. I think it's fair and we just got to keep living and we got to continue just as it is. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what else? Um, do you have anything else in mind apart from this about classes or maybe college or anything like... Um, I don't
1: know um. <laughs> well, um I also wanted to ask mm-hmm. another thing oh uh, you know lately i've 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 been having these i've been playing around with the idea of giving up social media, mm. you know like i know it's a big it's a big thing yeah. right like because social media is a huge mm. part of our lives and and to i to be honest, I have gotten really tired of it mm, actually. Okay. So I was just, you know, kind of imagining my life without social mm. media. So how how do you think it's gonna be if <laughs> you know, if you gave up? With- wow, that's I think um did you just
0: read the question? did you just ask me the question that I had in mind? And because I had the same thought. <laughs> and honestly i I totally <laughs> agree with you it it is so um draining, and you know um it's mm-hmm. i mean social media uh, for example um I'm on Instagram okay so I don't mm-hmm. everything that's there that is being um you know um seen or shown there is not real i mean it's just half of the reality right and 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 it's yes. it's always that people project the best thing or you know the the nice side of life the bright side of life and and so when when you indulge in um so much into um social media things can get a lot you know like stressful and it can drain your energy so what i did was um i think in january um i i deleted my instagram account per uh like temporarily deleted my account um for for about like two weeks okay um for okay. two weeks and when i started making this podcast i needed to you know like um tell to my friends and my followers so i had to like come back again so so i was like am i really that dependent on am i really that dependent on this um you know social media platform um so why why can't my mm. podcast do well without me having to go back to instagram and activating my account and you know like mm-hmm. the the two weeks that I spent without Instagram um, was like was peaceful in a um, you know in a different level, and but then there was also something yeah. like am I missing out on something? You know what's going on? You know mm. um, who is that? Uh, what's yeah. that famous celebrity doing? Or what's that person up to? This person up to? You know, so it's yeah. like you're missing out on something. You feel like you're missing out on something, but then um, also again sometimes I think it's quite okay to take a break from um, social media at times, maybe even if not permanently, but then maybe time to time, Uh it's like
1: uh, detoxing yourself. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. You know, yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've seen some videos, you know, uh, and like many people put this on Instagram that, you know, social media has taken over our lives like never before, because now we're just, we're just in inside our home and with nothing to, you know, mm. entertain us. We've gotten sick and tired mm. of everything, you know, of staying yeah. indoors. So, social media is one outlet for us in this mm. pandemic, actually. But the thing is, you know, it's all nice up to mm. one level, you know. After one point, you're just like, I, I don't want yeah. this anymore. I just, you just crave for that mm. peace and that that kind of stillness Mm. that that social media doesn't give Mm. you you know so yeah even I think breaks are really important for all of us to just kind of sit back Mm. and you know breathe and just not you know indulge in any any of those kind of activities Mm. yeah yeah Mm
0: -hmm. man like because Every every minute you're on your phone and you're just checking post after post, status after status, and notifications after notifications, you know? It's Yes. Like, yes. Wow. I can't believe it, but it's the fact. That's how chained yeah. we are to social media. And yeah. It's um but I think um but then it will be very different for a lot of people. It will be different uh for me, it will be different for you. So it's like how you use it. Yes. So the outlet, the the way you um it's like either you control the social media or the social media controls you. So that so there is no exactly. you know, thin line between that and it's it's so hard to find mm. that middle ground because once you're into it, you're like deep down and it's so hard to come up again. <laughs>
1: yeah discussing this topic is yeah. <laughs> you know even even now also um, if i don't use my mobile okay if i keep it aside and mm-hmm. i do something else then i my hand automatically goes to my mobile and i keep checking you know has someone texted mm-hmm. me on whatsapp you know is 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 there some notification mm-hmm. from this in this app is 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 am I missing out yeah. on something is something happening that mm. I don't know about should I should, did I get it did I get a message why did mm. I not get a message like is something yeah. wrong you know these kind of things always keep coming and I just automatically reach for the phone and that's that's mm. not a good thing so that's we need yeah. to go out of that I totally agree mm. I think social media also
0: like sort of tend to create an imaginary world in your mind you know like um and it also makes your expectation quite high because, because you see a lot yes. of stubs and you know all of that, and but in reality, yeah. uh, those are like a very far cry dream for you. And now you are in a dilemma whether you know, uh, <laughs> whether to work in it or exactly,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, you kind of you know in the beginning, I I used to feel mm. like you know. All of these people in in Instagram have, you know, mm. such good lives. You know, I'm the one, like, I used to feel really bad that my <laughs> life is not not really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, now I've learned yeah. better. But at that time, I used to be like, what, like, I used to feel so bad yeah, about my own I, life. I'm so glad that...
0: I've grown up to the point where I can say, you know, the likes doesn't matter. The follower doesn't matter. The comments doesn't matter. Like, like, because you, you, you Mm. can have a thousand friends, but have no one to talk to no one that's chatting you. And you can have like a hundred followers where you have like three, four people always catching up with you and always asking about how you're doing, you know? So, so, so I think Mm. um, at the end of the day, yeah this this these are the kind of things that um i sort of understood um quite late but then better than never because now that i've understood yeah. about it mm-hmm. i am um i think um uh, yeah. i am becoming more secure about you know how i feel about people how i feel about myself and yeah that's
1: hmm. yeah that's true yeah, we have. I think we have learned so much in this mm-hmm. pandemic, right? Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a yeah, it's coaster. a curse <laughs> and
0: it's a blessing as well. So it's yeah, fifty fifty.
1: Yeah, 50-50.
0: yeah. Mm. it's both. So what else? Um, <laughs> social media is such a I don't know like, hectic topic. I feel like my yeah, my blood is just you know like. Uh, like becoming quite um, hot the moment I heard like the word social media and it's just yeah like so my VP and like, <laughs> everything just came up because
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's big you know like we've gotten into it mm. so much that now we're realizing what it mm-hmm. actually causes yeah
0: so maybe I should try and take a break again from um Instagram like I said. And I I yes. was like why why the hell does um my Instagram account have to define me with my podcast and why like what I'm doing with my podcast and my Instagram? Why do they have to be linked? Um like so so it, yeah. it kind of yeah, creates that dependency, you know? And
1: I hate that. Yes. You know, like, uh, I I follow this, um, what do you call it? I follow this YouTuber, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and he also is not mm-hmm. on Instagram. And he has this blog, uh, website and mm-hmm. podcast also. And you know, uh, when you said, you know, you didn't want to use social media mm-hmm. to like, kind of continue your podcast and just mm-hmm. share it with others right so what this person does is he he sends emails to all the per- people that mm-hmm. are following him so emails can be like one source of commun- one media of communication where you share your podcast mm-hmm. with your friends right so I was just yeah that was I had this idea so I was just thought maybe you can use this also yeah. Right?
0: yeah thanks but then but then the 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 hardest part about that is you do not have like thousand email IDs from your Instagram people like you may have a couple of them and 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 I I cannot go about hmm. um. I cannot go about, uh, you know, like yeah. asking people email and sending. So it's like I know this. This is my fault, and I'm working on it. Like the dependency I have on it is quite, I don't know, um, stressful. But like you know, when I started, um, uh, temporarily deleting my account, uh people were saying like, "Oh, why didn't you do it? I think there must be some mm-hmm. reason. There must be some reason. Why are you doing it?" So it's just like people, people are having their own assumptions about why you're deleting. You know. Like, like, there must mm. be some reason I said, like, no, there is no reason there is. It's just that I wanted to take a break from social media or I either spend too much time in social media. There has to be something. Tell me, nah. tell me. So it, it's, it's like, you know, people <sighs> just kind of like assume something if, if you are not in any mm. it, it's like you are the old one out, you know, and and people, yeah, it's, yeah. it's possible to
1: uh, that people make you feel that way as well yeah yes yes just because you are different from them they will start assuming Mm -hmm. you judging you because they don't know (laughs) they have never seen anyone like yeah the same thing
0: happened with facebook so uh, i don't know if you have facebook Ah, no i don't have facebook um, i i used it like i think when i was like i think it was like five years ago like Roughly a little bit in ninth and tenth, but then I deleted my account and um I've stopped like completely Mm -hmm. like uh, stopped using it. So so now I don't know if Facebook is still a trend or if it's still a thing. But then people are like, oh you don't have Facebook, oh you know. So you see like oh you're not on Twitter, oh you're not on that. Like there are so many platforms that I don't even Mm -hmm. know exist. And like, but there there will still be one person who comes to question like oh you're not in this platform, why you know. So you mm. feel like you you're missing yeah. out on something. So what is there on Twitter? Or what, what is there that I don't know? So are you like do I become less intelligent if I am not on Twitter and Instagram? So does it define me? Does is there a labeling if I do mm. not join any sort of um social media platforms? So yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. See the you know yeah even people have asked me you know you're on you're not on twitter why are you not on twitter mm. it's such a nice mm. place you have to be there but you know like um i don't really feel the need to go there because yeah i mm-hmm. i feel i don't need it because it's just I've, i you know mm. you've seen the news how how mm-hmm. what happens on twitter like it's just another place where people share mm. their thoughts and opinions And Mm. you get to react to them. And it's just a lot of kind of, you know, for me, how it is, how I see it is, it's a lot of conversation, a lot of Mm. unnecessary talking Mm. uh, unnecessary for me. I, uh, I'm not saying it's Mm. unnecessary for others, but for Mm. me, it's really unnecessary is what I feel. And so I, I didn't kind of, I didn't uh, choose, I didn't choose Mm. to go on Twitter. uh, and there are many other sites as you said that uh, mm. even i don't know about uh but i i i feel for now instagram is yeah. more than enough for me uh, yeah so i don't feel like i don't feel like going uh, to any yeah. other sites also. I
0: mean, yeah. mm-hmm. Instagram itself is handling us way too much and taking so much of our time. I, I'm wondering for people who are on all social media platforms, how are they handling each and every single platform? Like, how do they even divide their time, you know? Exactly. Because you, you can see a whole bunch, mm. like, people have quite a lot of time to just go and type nonsense on somebody else's um, things, you know? It could just be some rumors or, yeah. like... I think this was so toxic when, um, last year when Sushant, um, you know, died. And there were so Mm. many meatless um, conversations that went on. And like, yeah, so many unnecessary opinions opinions and people were just creating their own version of story. And things culminated.
1: Just because they have, yeah, just because they have Mm. the platform and they have Mm. the means to say it they just say yeah and it's not it's not backed up with a fact also so that
0: can harm a lot of people and uh Mm. and in that in that very same um story and where they were accusing ria and they were saying she does drugs and she does this and you know so you can see how Mm. many lives were ruined in that and the public uh are such a fool because uh Poli- political uh, and politicians are using that to divert your attention from so many other bigger problems in life you see we we were we were yes. fighting with the pandemic and everything and they they were just worried about whether uh, ria is tested for narcotics or for this and for that and there were so many news mm. unnecessary ones going on about why we could have, you know, invested our time and our energy into more useful things.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Even I have felt that a lot
0: too. Yeah, because we all have our own story yeah. to tell. We all want to go and be part of that. We, everybody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Make everybody wanted their hard. own
0: little share of fame. No, it's like a stock market where you want to buy some stock for yourself it has become like yeah. that
1: yeah yeah some yeah everyone's fighting yeah for pe- attention.
0: people people do not think right. for a second what the words will be causing you know for the other person who gets all that hate messages <sighs> hate comments you know because it can literally even take yeah. somebody's life away and yeah like i know yeah it, it they don't realize how exactly it can be, So actually. you could have go and said something like something very harmless that you think in your opinion, but for somebody who gets that message, it could be something that he or she may be pondering for months and months, and you know she might even fall into a depression, he might even fall into yeah, a depression because true. of some things that you said so that's there but i think it's it's kind of like the social media culture so we can't help it um uh but i would definitely want to suggest people before we speak before we type comments before we go and write something yeah. on somebody else's um you know just think whether if it's helpful okay go go ahead if it's encouraging mm. um you know message go ahead do that you know but if it's if it's something that you think isn't necessary if it's something that you wouldn't say to somebody you love, or if it's something you wouldn't say to yourself, mm. or you wouldn't want that message if you get it yourself, then don't yes. say it. Yes, you know,
1: just because you have the yourself. freedom to express your opinions doesn't mean you have the freedom to hurt others. You know, that's that you have a duty towards them mm-hmm. also. So yeah.
0: Exactly, you you can say anything, but because, and the worst thing is a lot of us aren't accountable like aren't yes. ready to take accountability yes. for you know what we say and like oh i heard that from someone else who said it. someone else someone else someone else even if it came from your own you know from mm. your own um words or your own mouth but then when it when it's at the point where you are you know faced with some kind yeah. of problems the blame game starts so mr xyz said this Oh, I heard it from uh, the yeah, neighbor auntie or you know too. things like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's there. I think I've <laughs> become social
1: media expert now. Yeah, <laughs> experience, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if, even if you are silently, you know, uh, going, um, you. I'm active, mm. but then I don't yeah. usually like go and post like uh, yeah. stories in in my feeds or anything. So if I have my podcast coming up, I just go post one or two, you know, snippets about it, and that's about it. Or else, like I just see some people, um, like I I look at their stories or their feeds, and that's about it. So you can just be there on social media, but you can be there silently yeah. as well
1: without causing harm to anyone. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah,
0: that is also then I
1: do the same thing, like. I'm a silent observer like I don't (laughs) I don't speak out much on anything but I'm just watching everything and listening everything Mm. yeah
0: (laughs) yeah thinking of that I I have noticed and observed that you are very calm you're very composed (laughs) I've barely seen you angry ever unlike me I am unlike me I am like a ticking time bomb you know like so we are quite the opposite, and I I know you know me pretty well. Um, so how do you how do you stay so collected and calm and composed, like even at the most like daring situations? So how do you deal with that? Can you give me
1: some tips? <laughs> well, uh, um, I actually I get angry a lot. <laughs> it's just that I don't show it a lot. Mm. You know, some I might be kind mm.
0: of
1: you know boiling with anger sometimes. I just don't show it a lot, the thing is. Mm. And um, mm. and the, the things that I get angry are kind of, it stays internal, as I said before. So if, mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. what, what angers me, not anger you, and what angers you doesn't anger mm. me. It's like that. So mm-hmm. the things that yeah, anger yeah. me, I don't, it doesn't often come, uh, like, it doesn't come often, so. But when I actually get angry, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I get angry a lot, like, it's very intense.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, uh, people say that when you don't channelize your anger, or when you don't deal with mm-hmm. them and just keep them, you know, within yourself, it, it it becomes a problem in the long run. So, what do you think about it? Like you said i am somebody who instantly yeah. shows my anger mm. at the moment okay at the heat of the moment um it may be it may be that later i regret it but then at the moment if i am angry i will you know i'll either be kicking mm. something or punching on something or i will walk away pissed or i'll be shouting or mm-hmm. screaming so that's how that's how i you know uh, it's like okay. my like defense mechanism so but like you said it's for you it's more internal so so like mm-hmm. is it healthy because I don't know. How do you think? Does Does it cause you a lot of distress in the long run when you keep it to
1: yourself? And so, do
0: you, how
1: do you channel like what that What I do is um, when I feel really angry about something, like, and I, I just go over that in my mind, you mm. know, like, I just, even though I don't show mm. it, I kind of process it and I, you know, kind of try to calm myself down, you know, breathe. Mm. Or, you know, listen to mm-hmm. some good music or, you know, I always kind of breathe it out. That's mm-hmm. that's what I usually do. Mm-hmm. So just kind of breathing it and just letting mm-hmm. it go is what I do. I just, I don't let it mm-hmm. uh, kind of fester inside me, but I kind of process it and just let it go, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't like to hold on to anger mm-hmm. or, Kind of grudges. Mm. I don't like to hold on to that because it's. I find it very tiring. Mm. So I, I kind of just let it go. That's mm-hmm. what I usually do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. That's nice to hear. I mean, like I'm quite the opposite of you, Sana. I mean, we we both know each other. We I think you've seen me probably even on my on my worst mm. day during our camp times and everything. So, yeah. I don't know. It. I try not to show it, but then the more I hold it in, yeah. the more you know. It. Um. Uh, I don't. It. The more it shows. Okay. So for me, mm. what like for me, it's like if I'm if I'm pissed, then I, I'll just be like I don't know, walking away from the situation. But then it doesn't last long. I mean, it will take a couple of time for me to you know analyze it and like mm. like I have an uh, introspect on it myself but then again like after a day or two it dies down and like things mm-hmm. are all, all fine yeah. and all of that so. i
1: mean it's different for each person because we are all different in our own ways so i think yeah mm. as you said for you it's, it might be really toxic for you to keep it in and it might not be good for you to keep it in so
0: there's mm-hmm. you know
1: like there's nothing bad in just telling your mind and just being honest about it right
0: so yeah. That's mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is also there. And um uh, I I always I think I always tend to get the tend to get the tech of being like extremely yeah. sensitive and um I don't know like sometimes I, I don't even know how to put this um into words, but you know, uh so w- uh, how do you think, like, I don't know, can you share something like what should, is it like, because everybody is different, mm-hmm. like, like, like I said, like you said, uh, because something um, as silly as, you know, um, I don't know, a word or a sentence that mm. people could just throw at you as a joke, um, you could, you can take it as a joke, but I can't. So I will be hurt or I will be uh, offended mm-hmm. Or something like that. Let's say. So so so, how do like how do you deal with that? How is there any you know thing that can help us uh, deal better with that? In especially in social circumstances, because uh, I feel that is the one reason why I also find it a lot harder to um, mingle out of my comfort zone because it it kind of just bugs mm. me, you know, at the thought that I don't know I I will be like. Um, Seriously, uh, tagged as somebody who oh she's mm. um always like this she's always like that she yeah. has way too many um you know so how do you um can you suggest me um anything or what what do you, well, what do you um, have to th- say about this?
1: To think of it, I think you know, like if you're new to that person, that then he or she might not know how you are, so that that can be kind of you know, uh, mm. kind of. Disturbing mm. for them because, you know, what they might have just meant as a joke or not offending you in any way, it might have hurt mm. you. So, you know, I think communication is kind of important because you, you need to tell them, you know, you said this and this and it kind of hurt me a little bit mm. uh, because of this and this. Mm. So that that is there. And also mm. that, you know, now you, you see how people are, right? so even we have to build our own defenses mm. you know to be kind of strong you know like mm. i know it might not be really easy mm-hmm. for you but just kind of um mm. not like i don't know how uh, is it is it possible to do that to be able to kind of build some kind of uh defense or you know kind of i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah 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 like thanks yeah thanks so like you pointed out so I mean obviously um, I I can feel especially in our um, profession I mean with our um, social work background you, you need to be you know very brave and your emotion mm. that doesn't always you know I don't know it's not always encouraged yeah. to be that emotional and all of that so uh so i i um i honestly when i reflect on myself i know i have to work on this Mm. like controlled emotions and and you know like that sensitive um like i don't know like part of me and all of that i try working on it but uh, like it's it's also something i'm I am constantly working on it but then also something that mm. that is within me right so so like I yeah. cannot like instantly part change it because it's like a hmm, mm. it's like a process it's a part of me and just because I don't like um, sometimes that it it gets out of proportion um, doesn't mm. mean I can just go and disown my uh, you know um, emotions or something yeah. it's it's part of me and it stays with me and but on some situations I try and control it as far as I can But then um, people are like, hey, why are you like that? Yeah, it's just a Mm. chumba, it was this and that. So um, it's just a silly thing. Um, You don't, you you don't, you can't always be this. You can't always be that. So uh, when, when people tell you that, you're like, yeah, like, you know, you talk to, you think to yourself, like, you think, I don't know that, that," you know, it's sometimes Mm. very, Cringy to be always like this, but then it's part of mm. you, and you you are like,
1: yeah, you, you are born change. that way. I mean, yeah, you, you can, can change yeah, to I some aspect. That, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what you you, you know. Even they what need to that? kind of you know understand you, and you also need to kind of come to that place. It it works both ways. I feel mm. it's not just one way, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand mm-hmm. what you told,
0: yeah. So, huh. so if, uh, A, I said the same thing to this person A, and person A isn't even angry, person A was just laughing, and um, person mm-hmm. A was saying uh, another joke. And I said this to person B, but person B was crying, or person B was mm. offended, and, you know. A- and so, so it all differs exactly. from a person to person, right? Yeah. So, that is another battle that that is like an inner battle for me because I'm trying to constantly work, but when I suppress the feeling more, mm-hmm. I feel like i i'm you know when I suppress so much inside of what is there inside of me, I feel like I am void of any feeling like sometimes when I succumb so much to any sort of feelings, like I'm so empty inside like i don't I kind of feel. Like oh. quite lost. Like this is not me. This is what mm. what the hell am I doing? Like I can't work it out. So it becomes quite okay. uh, like inner battle for me. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice to talk to you, Sana. I don't know. Yes, Do you like it, it so far? Been, just like it? another
1: chat between us and
0: if not. If not for the uh like usual regular calls I mean um yeah. we oh, where yeah. we barely spo like speak because um in in regular in like uh regular days like it's just like we text a couple of times maybe sometimes <laughs> like once yeah. in a blue moon and then that's about it right so then like this is something where I don't know this is something that we can. Look, um, look up later in the future, like when we are even, like when we are old, <laughs> and we can we can just be like, oh, I was this type of person when I was in college. Oh, I was I was having issue with Instagram. I was having issue with social media, and there will be so many things. Hopefully, I think we can look back to yes, in the future I know, right? once we listen to the podcast. <laughs> to be like
1: a trip down memory lane, you mm-hmm. can say, yeah
0: yeah yeah it feels so nice uh, like I don't know if you've listened to my other uh podcast mm. where I collaborated with a high school friend of mine um so we were speaking about our high school and we were just talking about um mm. issues like the challenges and you know the uh the like problems we faced as a yeah. high school kid where there was bullying and things like mm. that, and now this is like in a college level, so it's uh, who you know, who would have thought like when I was in high school, I was always excited to be um, growing up and be in college and all of that. But then when I came to college, it was all the more, I don't know, like pretty much the same or even more hectic in terms yeah. of like, especially with our college and our course, you know, it's like what's, I don't know what to choose between college and and like high school because it's pretty much like very same <laughs> for me. And it's kind of... um <laughs> Like there it yeah, doesn't make
1: even, a big difference. Exactly. Even <laughs> I don't know. Now even I feel the That's same. How I because feel. I felt I felt like I felt like school was much more kind of intimate and homely feeling. But uh, when you come to college you get to know the mm. real world, right? I mean you get to grow grow a lot. Yeah.
0: It's very oh, harsh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like what you see in movies, you know. I mean, it's far from say, that. Like,
1: yeah. so, so we we, is, we are like... ha- we're supposed to have minimum seventy-five percent attendance. I mean, in most of the movies about college that we mm. see, people just give proxies and then they bunk the classes. But that's mm. I know. Yeah, exactly. People just <laughs> fall in love. <laughs> but oh yeah. That's it's like the dating uh, culture. That's no? one of the most, you know, propagated idea about college. You know,
0: yeah. But when you actually come to college, <laughs> they like it is so awkward. Like you barely, but, you barely have the you know like the strength in you to 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 make <laughs> up and walk up to another friend. Also, like it was that I don't know. It was like so strange Mm. it was like a really strange place Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah (laughs) where you don't
0: know anybody nobody knows you and then and what is pictured in movies Mm -hmm. are like wow it's just fairy tales yeah
1: I remember when I first came to college I as you said there was not one soul who I knew like I remember thinking like how am I going to make it to college (laughs)
0: Yeah, totally. It was, and our college was like so crowded. I remember during the orientation day, and it was like just full of people. Yes. Everybody trying to make their way to their new classroom, trying to get to the mm. hall, and we're just yeah. like, I don't know. And everybody's kind of like uh, so, you know, cooped yeah. up in their own world. Like people, people already had their set of friends when we came to college, so it was like so much harder for. For um meet especially because like I didn't have anyone from my place or from my you know like mm. old school somebody that joined me, and like so things were yeah, like so much just, harder to i don't know like just to uh, yeah, work out college mm. and then and then you try um with a little confidence that okay, you may be getting along with a group of friends, mm. but then once you get to know them longer and you know like. You're like, no, this is my group of people. And then you walk away. And then you're like, okay, it's better being alone. Uh, and so, again, you end up being alone. like in, in... Yeah. <laughs> but there is some kind of bliss in solitude. I feel like there is, I think, in the most loneliest places comes, you know, um, some very honest and some very, very, mm. I don't know, meaningful
1: um, yeah. learning.
0: So... All my all the days that I'd spend being lonely or without a single mm. friend, a single set of friend or something, those were days that taught me so many things just about life. And those were things and lessons that taught me not mm. not to ever have expectation on people, you know, not you know because even at your worst or at your best, you are mm. you yeah. you have yourself, and that's that's it. Like, yeah, others are like. Um, you will have some that that are on um on the journey with you when you are happy when there is success when there is failure but then at the end of the day you come back home you stay in your room and then you are you and you you, you stay you know
1: yeah. true to yourself
0: and that is all you, that matters you, no
1: matter who comes and goes you will always have you right <laughs> hmm
0: yeah exactly that's like so deep that's like um something you know like like it's so hard to uh first understand like when when you don't fit into a certain set of uh, friends or when you don't fit into a certain group of circles and so it becomes weird and you feel like am i really you know what is wrong with me is there something wrong with me um but then when you slowly um like reflect on yourself and you know when you try and work on yourself then then you realize that it's not your fault it's just that you were made to you know like uh work out that way and then that's mm. totally okay so it's it's totally okay to be mm, uninvited it's it's okay to totally be you know excluded sometimes i mean as long as it's mm. as long as you can stay true to yourself so i would i would rather be lonely than be with a set of friends where i have to fit in and try to be somebody who i am not right so 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 that that is one one thing that i learned in my college Mm. like starting like these three years i don't know what if it taught you but this is one this is definitely one thing Um, that i learned and take away from saint joseph's college yeah you know
1: but That's, speaking of our college, yeah. I miss our college. I, I think of college every day. I just, I just hope and wish that, you know, they call us back and, you know, we can come and meet each other. I mean, it's mm. going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, also knowing the fact that there is so many, like, new buildings and, you know, so many infrastructures that are being put yeah. up and
1: yes. we're missing on everything. Uh, I mean, just when... <laughs> just when the new buildings came up and we thought we could you know enjoy these new buildings <laughs> it's uh, lockdown
0: <laughs> exactly hmm. but then the the funny thing about college is like why do I feel like the securities have so much power and authority even more than the faculty <laughs> sometimes like <laughs> you could just be walking in and they're like ID card. So you're like first question about your ID card, like Uncle, I'm not stupid to just walk into a Damn. random college and waste my you know like full time. Yeah. So <laughs> why do they think we would do that? Like we're insane. And then <laughs> and then you have our fathers and all these priests and all of that, like wearing this really uh like yellowish, yellow whitish um I uh, think it's frock. I don't know. Is it, it a frock or, like a or is classic, it like a uniform? Cassock, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's mm. it's like a priest uniform or something, and they wear it like I don't know because they're so busy. I feel like everyone in the administration block are so busy. They they barely have time. Yeah. They're always busy. They're always up to something. They're busier than like they're busier than the Prime Minister and his full, you know, like members combined. So it I feel I feel that way. And and when you see father, especially a principal walk, <laughs> he he's like flying. He's not even walking. Yeah. He's he's like literally flying, you know? <laughs> I I was just remembering yeah. like how he walks because he walks so fast. And uh this Harry Potter yes. uh, series, like this classic Harry Potter um, series comes into my mind where the like the the magic broom and then Harry yeah. Potter and everyone just like flies off right. It's like Father Victor Lobo has like this uh invisible uh, this uh, <laughs> magic broom, and then he just flies off, so it's like his gown is a magic yeah. wings and he, <laughs> that makes it fly.: I don't yeah, know it's kind of. Mm. And yeah, apart from that, I miss our canteens oh so crowded, yeah wow. it's like it's hello, yeah, yeah, so especially uh, like you know during the during the first hour break, um when we are supposed to when the com commerce classes finish their class and we have to go in for another class. Then mm. the, the, the canteen is like so crowded, like shorter people will be standing in front and be like, uh, veg burger, chicken burger, one samosa, uncle one chai, uncle one chai. And there will be, there will be these mm. tall, tall people at the back who will be like having the parks of just saying, um, uh, one chai. And then they just get it and go away because they're tall and they have the parks to be seen. And shorter ones are like almost out of breath, literally that there standing and be like shouting
1: uncle to samosa uncle to samosa I have to go yeah. to my class that's why you need to have tall friends like me
0: yeah that's why I have you so from next time I'm just gonna bring you so that yes you can definitely order from me but you don't ever eat from the canteen you, you always eat uh, <laughs> no that's no, not uh, <laughs> i've always seen you eat fruit salad so here's the thing guys for my listeners sana sana always sits in the classroom very quietly during lunch break and she opens up this um uh, lunch box of hers and then there are like roots, <laughs> there are like oranges there are like grapes and apples and and so many other fruits mixed and just like i don't know she eats them, and I'm like, whoa, I, I can never do that. Yeah, thank Kudos you. Kudos to you, Sana. You are one hell of a healthy person. You must be super healthy yeah, but,
1: to be. yeah, I don't know. But I get wow. cravings sometimes, you know, like.
0: <laughs> Isn't uh, it tempting? Are you not a intentionally, vegan?
1: intentionally, actually. I am, um, you know, I, I'm i kind of lactose intolerant, like, so I'm unintentionally okay. a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sad. <laughs> but yeah,
0: I I think you kind of enjoy what you eat too. Like every time I see you eat something, I feel like it's gonna it looks so it like it looks so yummy like from the way you chew because there is a systematic way you chew your food and your fruits and your salads. It's like it looks way like 10 <laughs> times more yummier than like really when normal people do it, I mean. you know like <laughs> i've i've seen you that many times when you eat so i can like with yeah. guarantee you know, like, i when i that. eat
1: it's i i'm very involved in that because i'm 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 a i'm a foodie <laughs> so it's kind of yeah so when i'm eating <laughs> i'm just really focused on that so yeah
0: mm. that's there Whoa, we've been speaking for like seventy-five yeah. minutes. <laughs> we we have no script or anything, but exactly. we sure have so many things to say. But um as 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 fun as it is, I mean all good things also have to come to an end. So <laughs> and um yeah, so is there anything that you would like to say before we end the
1: recording? Yeah. Anything
0: so uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it has been really nice speaking to and to you and and I never thought like <laughs> we would be speaking we would be able to speak for so long because it's unscripted, right? So <laughs> But it has been really nice speaking mm. to you. <laughs> mm.
0: Okay, um thank you so much to you also, Sana, for saying yes to me and I wish you all the best for all your future you know uh journey in terms of your you know music and your art and your films um, that will be releasing in India shortly um, and I hope to see you very soon and stay safe, take good care, and please please, please don't forget all the people. Uh, who listens to the podcast um, <laughs> when you become famous. <laughs> and uh feel, uh when please say yes when we uh wanna collaborate <laughs> with you next time for another episode. Certainly. Um and yes. So I would like to end with this. Um thank you. I'm thank very you, happy. Spina. Thank you so really much. My um yeah i'll always remember this thank you bye-bye so um take care and every one of you including sana and every one of the listeners um stay safe and <laughs> wear a mask and wash yes. your hands and sanitize your hands uh yeah. because corona is still there um, um yeah See. god bless you all bye-bye